Welcome to Thurman Reviews. I am Adam. So, let's see. Um, let's talk about Disney Plus and Mulan. Um, so quick sum up for everyone. We can know where we are. Mulan was supposed to come out in March. Then the coronavirus happened and it got indefinitely postponed. Pushed back to July. Pushed back to late August. And then they're like, fuck it. We're going all the way to September. Internationally. In North America. You can still get it. On, um, what's it called? On, uh, on Disney Plus. For $29.99. Uh, eventually it will be on Disney Plus in full, I believe. But as of right now, it's on Disney Plus, um... What's it called? It's on Disney Plus. Uh, when it comes out next month, July, uh, September fourth, I think it is. It's gonna be on Disney Plus for twenty nine ninety nine as a premier tier access. Um, now here's the thing: there's a lot of speculation what this is gonna happen with other movies. Is it gonna happen with the New Mutants? Is it gonna happen with um, Black Widow? Is it gonna happen with? Um, I feel like there was another one, Soul. Um, hasn't seen much speculation on Soul yet, but Soul's only two weeks after Black Widow. Um, and, and this is a multifaceted decision that was made, and that, that's what we have to really look at. And first of all, let's stop with the disingenuous, oh, like, they're price gouging because they had a terrible earnings report. Yes, they had a terrible earnings report. Yes, this is a little steep to pay for a streaming movie. But, from what I've read, it will be available forever once you buy it. So it's the same as paying for a full... For, you're paying the same price as a 4K Blu-ray for the digital. Um, that said, would I have paid $39.99 for a 4K Blu-ray of this movie? Probably not. I haven't seen it yet, but, like, I didn't pay... For, I like Aladdin. I didn't like it enough to buy the 4K Blu-ray of it. Like, I was fine with uh, The Lion King didn't like it enough for my 4K Blu-ray of, still have not watched Cinderella, or, um, what was the other one, uh, Cinderella, or Beauty and the Beast, um, but this, not something I would go out of my way to buy a 4K Blu-ray of, eventually I'll watch it on Disney+, Plus. but I'm not gonna pay $30 for 4K Blu-ray. If they had the 4K Blu-ray on sale on Black Friday for, like, 15 maybe, but I wouldn't go above and beyond to, to pay that price for it, um, so, the question now becomes, what degree of permeation is going to exist with this movie? And for Black Widow and for all of that, you have to look a little bit deeper than just, you know, what's going to happen here. And this movie's really going to set the bar in that regard. Um, because here's the thing, the movie is still coming out in theaters internationally, which for a movie like Mulan is a huge deal. It was going to make a ton of money abroad, and the interna- as it has been recently, the international box office, save for a few exceptions, doesn't matter as much as the international box office. They make most of the money from the international box office. Um, there have been exceptions to this rule. Black Panther did $700 million, or close to $700 million, or just over $700 million, somewhere in the ballpark of $700 million. Um, over a billion of... Um, Star Wars The Force Awakens was, was you know, it set the record for the domestic box office The Force Awakens, doing over a billion dollars. Um, so, really, there is no reason why we should expect the 
uh, North American box office to be the be-all and end-all of how we do things. So if we're going to sit here and look at it that way, then this makes sense. This is a good decision. Who it doesn't help is the exhibitors who have been waiting for a movie to put into theaters. That way they can make that back their money. And these movies for North American distributors do make a considerable amount of money. Mulan probably wasn't as big a deal for like Regal, AMC, Cinemark, Odeon, uh, and all of these other companies that have theaters in North America and the small regional theaters um, as, say, you know, Black Widow or Soul, which are going to be, you know, big audience draws. Um, but, so, so Mulan's a good test subject. But at the same time, we have to look at it from Disney's standpoint, because Disney had a terrible third quarter, because for most of the third quarter, uh, Disney World, Disneyland, uh, Shanghai, uh, Tokyo, Paris, all, all of it were shut down because of the coronavirus. There wasn't a theatrical release the entire time, and revenue was down like 55%, but at the same time, it wasn't down as bad because Disney Plus is still a thing. So they were able to get money from subscriptions to Disney Plus. So they're down in that regard, and now they have these completed movies that they're sitting on, and it's like, well, why aren't we trying to sell them and, and, and get money back that way? If we can do a traditional international release in countries like China and like Europe and, well, continents like Europe and in places like that, um, where, you know, they have the virus under control, we can do we can do that. Why, why not? Why shouldn't we? Um... So I think that what's going to happen, though, is there's, there's kind of a cost-benefit you have to do. And keeping in consideration that two of the largest markets um, are still at... not They don't have movie theaters open at all. Um, and in other in the markets where they are open, they're at half capacity... Well, I mean, that's the thing. is like nationwide, Regal, AMC, those are the two biggest ones in North America. Those are closed nationwide. Um... When they reopen, they're not going to do a regional thing where it's like, oh, if you live in Kansas or you live in Texas or you live in Montana or something like that. Well, not even Texas. Texas is a huge spike right now. But if you live in one of the other states and where there isn't that big of a spike, you can, you know, you can pack more people into the theater. That's not going to happen. They're going to do a nationwide policy because it's just easier to implement then. It's just easier to implement nationwide half capacity at minimum. If we do half capacity. Okay. So... At max, you have to look at what was... I would take the box office of each of the last, you know, few movies and have it domestically. And that's the money that needs to be beaten at the $39.99 price point to do that. And, again, I'm drastically oversimplifying the math. Because, um, let's use Ant-Man and the Wasp for an example, where it made, like, a, a, a meager $200 million at the box office to the point where if... In, eighth, or if a quarter of all Disney Plus accounts in North America buy Mulan, it will have made more money than Ant-Man and the Wasp did domestically in theaters over its entire theatrical run. Um, and like, that's, 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 a, that's a question they need to look at now and they need to really weigh and it's like, well, do we do that? Do we... Do we take that that loss? And it's like if it, like if if a quarter of all accounts buy it, it it beats it before having it. Um, a movie like Black Widow, I would assume, would do somewhere between the domestic of um, Iron Man three, accounted for inflation because that was seven years ago. Um, somewhere between Iron Man three and um, 
let's say, hmm, what else is there? Because it's like, she's an established character. I don't think she's going to do as well as Black Panther. Uh, I think she'll do better than Captain Marvel, but not as good as Iron Man 3. Somewhere in that range. Oh, no. Flip it. Whichever one was higher. It's going to be between those two movies. Um, or in that, in that you know, time frame. And then have that. I actually have that number because um, I tweeted about it yesterday. Um, as part of my lengthy thread on this on Twitter. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, Captain Marvel made $358 million uh, at the domestic box office. So if we have that, that's $150 uh, 175, 170, uh, 179 million. Releasing it at 39.99. If a quarter of accounts buy it, you got 200 million, 220 million, give or take. Again, that's oversimplifying because there's also, you know, you gotta look at distribution fees. You gotta look at, uh, well, I mean, that's not really a thing because it's only gonna be on Disney Plus, but you still have the server space and you know all of that. It, it, it's it's I could see it happening, but the issue is not the issue is not Disney doing it, because at this point, if it weren't for the fact that the theaters were in such dire straits, if the if the theaters weren't a what's it called, if the theaters weren't a um, an option, in a heartbeat Disney would do it. If it, but Disney doesn't want the bad press of saying screw the theaters, we're doing this on our own. Um, at this point, that it can only serve to hurt them in the long run, saying, we're saying, screw the theaters, and doing this, and then the theaters won't want to carry the movies, because at the end of the day, when everything's back to normal, end of this year, early next year, whenever, because, like, even Canada's saying, now we could see social distancing, and masks, and all that in place for two to three years, when, when, when everything is back to normal, when that finally happens, who, like, they're not going to be too willing to give Disney the exclusive deals I get. Because if you look at, like, you know, AMC and Disney, AMC gives a, gets a lot of money. Like, there, there's a very good relationship there. Like, they get long exclusive deals on IMAX. They get, uh, like, the IMAX logo that they had at my theater for the longest time was the Infinity Gauntlet holding the IMAX logo. Like, it, it's a, it, like, there's a long and proud partnership with these companies, and they don't want to potentially throw that away just to, uh, you know, to make a quick buck now to kind of straighten out the balance sheets. So I think that's what the, the, what the final way is going to be, is like, if they can strike some kind of deal with the, what's it called, with the theaters, where it's like, look, we will release like I think if they went to the theaters and said look we need money right this second because we're a business too just like you guys are we're going to keep a theatrical release months from now but we need to release this movie now on, on digital as a rental you know we, we need to do this we need to make money can we make this work I feel like the theaters like, if, if they offered some kind of really good deal on the back end to help the theaters, and, like, the next releases after this, we will reduce our take um, by X percent, the theaters might go for it. But that's, I think, what the fundamental issue is. And that's why you don't see these announcements with the big tentpole movies, like Wonder Woman 1984 from Warner Brothers, um, Sony and MGM's um, 
uh, No Time to Die, um, Lionsgate with, um, or Legendary with Kong, uh, with, um, Godzilla vs. Kong, um, Black Widow from, uh, uh, from, uh, Marvel Studios. You don't see these decisions happening because at the same time, they need that money from theatrical runs, and with some movies more than others, they're going to hold off and hold off and hold off, but give or take, you know, eventually someone's out to fold. Because eventually these studios have to make some money if they're going to continue funding making more movies in the future. We can't just sit here and hope that people are one day going to go back to the movies at full capacity the way it used to be. Uh, and it's going to happen sooner rather than later. Because if we're being honest, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, I think that through the end of this year, we're going to be in the same situation with movies. And I think that eventually people have to cut their losses. And they're going to have to renegotiate deals with the theaters. Um, otherwise, we're going to see the vertical integration of the the film industry where the studios start owning theaters. And that's going to be a problem. Um, so we'll wrap up there for today. Um, and uh, we'll be we'll be back with another episode later. Uh, well, probably more today. Uh, probably later this week. Who knows? I'll, well, I'm sad to upload it. Uh, you know, I'll do another, I'll do another two today. Um, so until then, have a great rest of your day. And we'll be back with an episode about Muppets now on Disney Plus, and we'll have an episode about um, what's it called, uh, uh, The Rocketeer and uh, Star Girl season one episode three. Um, so have a great rest of your day.